Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Come Alright, welcome to the show. This week I have my husband, James... Welcome to the show. What's up? He, I let him pick the topic this week, and it's going to be cryptozoology. For those that don't know, that is the study of evidence tending to substantiate the existence of, or the search for creatures whose reported existence is unproved, such as the abominable snowman, which is more difficult to say than I thought, or the Loch Ness Monster, so... That's what we're discussing, thanks to him. Hey, they're they're not fake if we can't prove they're not fake. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Um, I made a whole list here of different famous or infamous uh, creatures for us to discuss. First up is the Loch Ness Monster, the world's most famous cryptid lives in Scotland's Loch Ness, the country's largest lake by volume. The famous, Its famously deep waters have helped Nessie avoid capture since it first rose to fame in 1933 when Hugh Gray's infamous photo caught the attention of the world. But that hasn't stopped thousands of people visiting the lake every year hoping to spot that long neck break through the chilly waters. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> That long neck through the chilly waters. I'm just reading what's on a site, okay? <laughs> um, how do you feel about the Loch Ness Monster? This is a deep, serious subject here, obviously. Uh, I mean, you believe uh, in it? you not believe in it? This seems kind of fishy, you know? But. <laughs> I almost spit out my drink. Stop it. <laughs> but if it is real, it's more likely like a dinosaur or something where they found like coelacanths and stuff like that like yeah and other and fish that are closely related more like more related to the dinosaur era stuff like that like i think uh i can't remember when but the megalodon was in the past century or so there's actually a famous picture from vicksburg of uh what looks like a terror Pterodactyl or something? Oh, yeah, I remember, remember that. Yeah, I showed you that picture. <laughs> so yeah. like, so what that's is that, actually near Was us. that like near like one of the wars or something like that? Yeah, it was like Civil War era. <laughs> There's a picture of what looks like a pterodactyl from <laughs> Mississippi. I don't know if that's real or not, but it's interesting. <laughs> I didn't actually have that on the list. I kind of forgot about it until we started talking about dinosaurs. We're enemy troops. Oh, no. Here comes a dinosaur. <laughs> a giant fucking bird. Like. I just be like, fuck Sides, I'm just running away from this thing. Uh, especially you. We're did. in a freaking, you know, Japanese movie right now. Like what? But I guess they didn't know what a Japanese movie was back then. You're like a whatever. giant zipper on somebody and a large string like hanging from there. Just all of a sudden, Mothra comes. <laughs> I'm just like, what the? F- 
what the hell is this? Anyway, the next one is Bigfoot, of course. The next most famous. Also known as Sasquatch. Bigfoot is a nine foot tall. I, I actually disagree with that because I've heard different heights. So, just generalizing that all Bigfoot is nine foot tall, that's not right. But anyway, it's a muscular, hairy, ape-like hominid that roams the woodlands of America's Pacific Northwest. Sightings have inevitably spread all across North America, but there are a few whose legend has been more exploded. Uh, exploded. <laughs> exploited more than... Man, I'm talking about exploding a Bigfoot. I'm going to get some hate. Anyway, exploited more at the Kill hands the of... fire. Ho- exploited more at the hands of hoaxers in Hollywood. How do you feel about Bigfoot? Uh, I mean, I like the, uh, what's that shit called? The, uh, the beef jerky commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that has to do with real Bigfoot. Hey. But you think the ones in the commercial are they, real? They got the secret. They know what's up. They, uh, <laughs> they got that motherfucker on tape doing commercials and shit. Don't mess with Sasquatch. Uh, I can tell already this is going to be a real challenging episode. We're saying some crazy shit. As expected. Uh, the next one is the Cupacabra, which literally translates as goat sucker. <laughs> Named for their... Shut up. <laughs> Named for their penchant for attacking and drinking the blood of livestock across Central and South America, and in particular, Puerto Rico. Described as a heavy creature around the size of a small bear, it bears a row of spines along its back from neck to tail. Just trying to get a mental image of that. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> I don't know, it's just like a weird porcupine motherfucker. Like a yeah, bear it's just kind of weird spiky Porcupine get it on and then it just sucks goat, goats off. I don't... <laughs> no, no, they're not sucking goats off. That's a whole different... That's a different podcast, babe. <laughs> that is a different podcast and not this one. Um, next up is the Ahul, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce this, A-H-O-O-L, is a winged cryptid thought to be some, by some to be a giant bat, which that's scary right now during coronavirus, but anyway, and by others to be a flying primate. First reported by Dr. Ernest Bartels in 1925, it's been sighted in Java and across Indonesia, Vietnam, and the Philippines. A close cryptid relative, the Orangbati, is also believed to inhabit Saram in Indonesia. It's a similar giant bat type creature. Oh, it just reminds me of uh, Kamazots. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And you'll enjoy this one. The next one is British Big Cats. The United Kingdom has long been home to rumors of free-roaming big cats prowling the moors and wild places across its southwest. Some have entered folklore such as the Beast of Exmoor and the Beast of Bodmin, or Bodmin, which became infamous in the late 70s when sightings and claims of slaughtered livestock drew cryptid hunters in their groves. Don't be telling no jokes about it. I know, right? (laughs) Ugh. That's all anybody's talking about right now, really. I thought about doing an episode, and I'm like, there's really no point, because everybody's talking about it. Everybody's already seen it. Like, there's not much else to know besides what's in the documentary, or they not. Like, there. they left, they put left in all, most of the interesting bits. It's so. going to be a season two, so apparently there's more juicy bits. 
They're talking about a season two. It's not official. Anyway, next on the list is the Jersey Devil. One of the more fantastical cryptids, the Jersey Devil is a heady concoction of body parts from a range of creatures. While there's no definitive description... Horsehead. No. Sightings describe a kangaroo-like body with a goat's head, leathery bat-like wings, horns, clawed hands on small arms, cloven hooves, and a forked tail. Quite the sight, then. Seen across the New Jersey Pineland Forest for more than 260 years, they're also famed for their blood-curdling scream. What do you... I don't think that's what it... I think somebody's seeing something weird, but I really don't know if I buy that one, like, at all. <laughs> Everyone's got different stories. Yeah, I mean, it's a kangaroo body with a goat head and wings. Like, I don't... Somebody's either on something, <laughs> or they're mistaking what they're seeing. Like, they're maybe seeing... Someone, maybe they're seeing the shadow of something. <laughs> someone catapulting kangaroos there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I want that thing as a pet. I don't. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it could be sweet. You don't know. You don't know him or her. No need to judge. Maybe on there's a whole gender group of them. There I could mean, be. They're male and female Jersey Devils. Yeah, so I don't know. Different heads for different, you know, genders. And... Uh, just hush. Anyway. <laughs> Next up is the Mungwa, M-N-G-W-A. Good luck pronouncing that. Mungwa. No, it's not a Mungwa. That would be pretty cool, though. <laughs> a gremlin. But it's as hard to pronounce as it is elusive. The Mungwa is a ferocious nocturnal cat from Tanzania. The size of a donkey, <clears throat> but with stripes like a tabby cat. <laughs> Big old ass with stripes. <laughs> no, it's a... Cat the size of a donkey with tabby stripes. That's weird, isn't it? With a name that translates literally as the strange one. It was first documented in the early 1900s and was even discussed in the respected British scientific journal Discovery after several Tanzanian natives were allegedly attacked by them. Maybe it is just a weird species of cat that nobody's documented. I think you know? I saw, I can't remember where it was at. They just discovered a new species of cat not that long ago. So, see, I mean, I think that's that one's definitely possible to me. Yeah, donkey cats. I mean. And I, I kind of forgot, like, I have some experience with people. I know people who have seen Bigfoot. And so I, I kind of believe that there's something to it. They're seeing something. It may not be what they think it is. But I definitely do think that there's something out there that people are seeing. There's a lot of big hairy men out there, too. There's a lot of big hairy men out there. I don't know. They're seeing something. I think a couple of these are like that. I think there's maybe something to what they're seeing, but it may not be what they... There's descriptions may be biased by their own fear and stuff. Like, just them freaking out and not really knowing what they saw. That kind of thing. I don't know. The next one's another tough one to pronounce. You got this. Mokele Mabimbe. Sounds like you're reading out the damn Necronomicon or some shit. I am. I'm (laughs) cursing all of you for listening. Um, It may be easier to refer to it by its name's meaning. Instead, the one who stops the flow of rivers is what it means. 
That's actually too long, too. I don't know. <laughs> Can I just call it Moki? This motherfucking river stopper, stopper over here. Yeah. <laughs> Descriptions claimed him to be giant water-dwelling sauropods. What the hell is a sauropod? Might have to stop what we're doing and look that up. Jesus. Sometimes... You, you, you know the sauropods. I, like you know. <laughs> don't even... Sometimes living creatures, sometimes spirits that roam deep in the Congo River Basin. From the early 20th century, these descriptions sounded more and more like those of dinosaurs and perhaps reflected the global fascination with them at the time. Where, so it's another dinosaur at? type. That is in the Congo River. That was, that's, uh, that's somewhere in Africa, isn't it? Congo. <laughs> I believe so. God, I'm really showing that I don't know my geography. Man, I don't know jack shit about geography. Yeah. Like, point to the map. I don't fucking know. I believe it's in Africa, but I'm not sure. Either that or South America. Yeah. But I'll say in South America, I could see it being, like, relevant to, like, a culture, you know, like, stuff like that as far as, uh... Yeah. The next one is urine. And no, I'm not saying urine. It's Y-E-R-E-N. You pr- try to pronounce that, okay? Pronounce it for me, then. Listen to this shit. Urine. There we go. It still sounded like urine. 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 Urine so far <laughs> away. Anyway. Known by many names, the urine or Chinese wild man, is a reddish semi-bipedal creature claimed to reside in the remote forest mountains of western Hubei in China, or Hubei. Over recent decades, there have been hundreds of claim sightings of these bear-like men from, by everyone from rural locals to government officials. So do you think these are also just really hairy dudes? I think so. You think so? I mean, but like... His professional opinion is that they're just all really hairy dudes. Misunderstood. Really hairy dudes. Okay. That have thoughts and feelings. They do. They just... All by myself. They just need anyway. cuddles. I don't know why I'm singing so much today. This is weird. Next is the Yeti, which contained a shocker for me. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. The ubiquitous Yeti, rock ape, or abominable snowman has long strolled... <laughs> the rock ape. That's what it's called in here. Strolled the plateaus and forests of the mighty Himalaya across Nepal, India, China, Bhutan, Bhutan, I don't know, Tibet, and Mongolia. Long part of Asian folklore, the Yeti first gained notoriety in Western culture during the 19th century when explorers started finding tracks that resembled something between a large wolf and a barefoot man. More contrary hair, more hairy to man. more hairy men, contrary to popular belief, the Yeti is apparently not white, and there's not any evidence to prove that. That's racist. What? <laughs> He's not white, and I was shocked by this when I was doing this research. I was like, "What?" I, I just assumed because you know, in movies and TV, and of course, Rudolph. The red-nosed reindeer. <laughs> He's always white. That's a crypto stereotype or some shit like that. So I'm a crypto racist is what you're saying? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, not sure. That may be the title of this episode. Because <laughs> I usually racist. try to take 
I try to take something from the episode that's funny to tie it all in. So it, it may be crypto racist. Oh yeah, these are white. No, no, they're not. They're... Apparently, no wed, no, no weddies. I can't even talk today. No yetis are white. How rude. Anyway. The Roo Guru and Loop Guru is the next one. It's called different things by different people. It's Loop Guru, but a lot of the people in Louisiana call it the Roo Guru. In Louisiana, the local cryptid is the Roo Guru, which has many spellings and derives from the French Loop Guru, which literally means werewolf. Although relatively common across the French-speaking world, like so many things, it appears to have gained popular prominence in the swamps of Louisiana. Oh, no. So it's a swamp werewolf. Let <laughs> <laughs> me drag it in my swamp, baby. <laughs> no. And the next one is my ex's worst fear, the Mothman. <laughs> we watched that movie, and then we kind of looked up info about the real one. And then that, I don't know why, but that freaked him it out. It appears before disasters. Yeah. The Mothman is a creature reportedly seen in the Point Pleasant area of West Virginia from November 12, 1966 to December 1967. Most observers describe the Mothman as a man-sized creature with large reflective eyes, red eyes, and large wings. The creature was sometimes reporting as having, reported as having no head with its eyes set into its chest. I'm sorry, I just I can't stop thinking about Take me home to West Virginia now. <laughs> Country roads, take, take me, me home, home to, to the, the place I belong. West Virginia. No, okay. We're not going to sing the whole song, I promise. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I guess the whole idea of this thing appearing during this period when bad stuff happened I guess it's just it's just like this weird ominous thing that I don't know if it was a real thing or not or if it's just some kind of psychological sense of dread manifesting itself <laughs> where you at now Mothman huh I know right <laughs> he should have been appearing everywhere right now but <laughs> useless motherfucker can't, can't, can't appear when some shit happens to us now it's gotta be like Decades and centuries ago. Yeah. Anyway, we're actually 18 and a half minutes in, so I think we're going to take a short little break, probably for more beer. We'll be right back. Welcome to Ghostly. Pat, what are you doing? What? I want people to know that we're a podcast that takes a deep dive into some of the scariest ghost stories. But we don't do the creepy voices or weird sound effects. We debate the ghost stories. And aren't you supposed to be the skeptic? I am, but they'll find that out once they listen. Look, all you have to do is tell them to listen to Ghostly and that our listeners get to decide which stories are real. And which stories are just old folklore. Exactly. Download Ghostly wherever you find great podcasts. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and we're back from the break where we threw a party and had fun for long periods of time. No, we didn't. We just literally started back recording seconds later. And started mispronouncing shit already. Yeah. I, I dared him to try to pronounce... 
one of the next upcoming words. It was interesting. Kaka kaka kaka. No, that's not it. <laughs> I should. I don't know how to pronounce it either, but that's not it. Where were we? Oh yeah, we just finished talking about the Mothman. A mermaid is a cryptid with a. Do I really need to give a definition of a mermaid? Yes, you do. Because does anybody not know what a freaking there mermaid is? There might be people that don't. And there could be mermen, It's cryptid too. with a female human head and torso and the tail of a fish. The mermaids have been discussed since at least 5000 BC. Which I didn't. I guess Because I didn't they are fucking manatees. <laughs> so they're just really fat mermaids. Well, maybe anyway, I heard that. Yeah. I've heard the, that. The sailors get drunk. They see some fucking manatees. They, they, they ain't had none in so long. The manatees look pretty damn juicy. Juicy. I would not use the word juicy to describe a manatee, but okay. Her origins are believed to be from the great queen Atargatus. Atargatus? I don't know. I don't... I give up this episode. I don't know. Who loved a mortal shepherd and unintentionally killed him. Sure, sure. A shame she jumped into a lake to take the form of a fish, but the waters would not conceal her divine beauty. Thereafter, she took the form of a mermaid, human above the waist, fish below. Mermaids were, however, noted in British British folklore as unlucky omens, foretelling disaster and provoking it. Maybe the Mothman have you know, a little connection going on there or some shit. Yeah. There's a high possibility that people have been confusing, confusing them with sirenias, aquatic animals, or... People suffering from a congenital disease. Oh, I'm sorry to laugh. That's fucked up. I did not. I did not pre-read this. I just copied and pasted this one. I'm like, what? Congenital disease called sirenomelia, sirenomelia, aka mermaid syndrome, in which a child is born with his or her legs fused together. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's. that's I didn't so. actually know that. I mean, I knew that there were some people born with like tails and stuff. But I guess I didn't know that about that condition. So you learned something new from your own podcast today. Yay for learning. Yay, learning. And I didn't think there was anything under the definition of mermaid that would... I guess that's why I just copied and pasted. You're going to skip it. Yeah, I was going to skip it. I'm so sorry. Now we all know something. We could have just said mermaids are manatees and moved on. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) The next one's that one that we were trying to pronounce at the beginning. (laughs) Akora Kamui, Akora Kamui, the native Ainu people of Japan have long believed that Volcano Bay off the south coast of Hokkaido is home to an enormous octopus called the Akora Kamui. <laughs> Numerous, shut up. Numerous sightings of the creature have been made over the years. British missionary named John Batchelor. Likely who, name. Yeah. Who was working on Hokkaido in the early 1900s recorded one such sighting in his book, The Ainu and Their Folklore, writing that a great sea monster with large staring eyes had attacked three local fishermen and their boat. The monster was round in shape and emitted a dark, fluid, and noxious odor. The three men fled in dismay, not so much indeed for fear, they say, but on account of the dreadful smell. However, that may have been, they were so scared that the next morning all refused to get up and go eat. They were lying in their beds pale and trembling. I gotta I got so, back, back this up a sec. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker looks like an octopus. 
right? It's basically an enormous octopus. Not enormous octopus that secretes, I guess, ink or some noxious odor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only thing this motherfucker's going to say is about his fucking eyes. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't notice the tentacles. I didn't notice those eyes, though. And the stink. And the sh- they talked about the Man, stink. Man, he gave me the stink eye. I, I don't know. Just- <laughs> An octopus giving you the stink eye. That's... <gasps> I kind of want to make a t-shirt of that. Like, well, that should be our show's t-shirt. Just an octopus giving a stink eye. Like, better, than the, better than the pink eye. Yeah. I... Read that that was like a rare coronavirus symptom, and it freaked me out because I had like a pain in my eye the other night, so I was like freaking out. But it's, I'm okay. It's from them stink juices from that octopus. Yeah, I know. Man, that just sounded so wrong. <laughs> just don't ever say that again. Don't ever say stink juices in my presence ever again. Please, the, God. The, the moist stink juices. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> I thought you would find this one cute and entertaining. The dub, another difficult one to pronounce, the dub you. I choose or, you, dub, dub you. <laughs> or waterhound is a legendary otter-like creature that supposedly lives in isolated freshwater rivers in Ireland, usually described as a half-dog, half-fish hybrid with a long snaking body covered in thick fur. Is large and heavy set, but can move very fast in the water and on land. Man, if it wasn't for the fact of aquatic, I'd say that's Falcor. <laughs> yeah even according to one story being able to keep up with a galloping horse okay. that gets trapped in a swamp sightings of the creature date back several centuries in Ireland and there are at least two gravestones including one in County Leitrim dating back as far as 1722 of people who were reportedly attacked and killed by it so it's basically like a big ass otter man those things are vicious and he's, they said it was able to keep up with a galloping horse. Can you imagine just being a dang otter running after you? <laughs> Riding like, the horse! And you're like, like, what the hell is that? Like you know, like, fucking yeah. snake otter. And you'll find this next one really entertaining because I did not know this was something that existed. A sandworm. So, if you've watched Beetlejuice, you know what a sandworm or is. Dang. Yeah. The name Olgo... <laughs> this is another one. Olgoi Korkoi? Olgoi Korkoi. Means large intestine worm in Mongolian. But this four foot long subterranean cryptid is more like a giant earthworm than a parasitic tapeworm. It's underground snake people. <laughs> also known less subtly as the Mongolian deathworm. It apparently lives beneath the sands of the southern Gobi Desert only coming up to the surface in warmer summer months or when the ground becomes too wet for it to survive. Sightings of the worms date back several centuries amongst the native Mongolians, many of whom claim the Olgoe is able to spit venom or even acid from its mouth while its body is apparently coated with a toxic, such a toxic slime that anyone who happens to touch it will be instantly killed. It sounds like a horror story to stay away from. I know, STDs. like, I was like, let's just stay away from, <laughs> well, I was not talking about STDs, but it sounds like I want to stay away from the freaking girls, Gobi you Desert. Away, you girls, you stay away from those Mongolian death worms. Yeah, no. I'm, it makes me want to stay the hell away from the <laughs> Gobi Desert, that's for damn sure. Like, I don't even know what else lives there, but most deserts are kind of scary anyway, with, like, scorpions and snakes and... Mummies. 
Oh, why did I ask you to be on the show again? I'm not sure right now. Okay. And you might find this one interesting. Totsil worms are lizard-like creatures that are supposed to inhabit the most isolated regions of the Alps. Although accounts of their size and appearance vary, they are typically said to be around two to five foot in length with a broad cat-like head. So a cat lizard... And a wide gaping mouth, which just is a ridiculous, like, mental image right there. Their forelimbs are short and armed with long claws. They have no hind legs, and instead their bodies taper into a long snake-like tail. What the hell? Numerous sightings of the creatures, which are known as worms or worms in Germany, Arasis in France, Stalinworms in Switzerland, Bergstutzens in Austria and Basiliscos in Italy have been made all over the Alps, including a recent spate of sightings reported in Italy's Il Giorno newspaper as recently as 2009. And all I can think of is DiGiorno pizza now. I'm like, DiGiorno? Um, <laughs> Man, they may be like their new delivery drivers or some shit. You know, like, <laughs> some cat snakes deliver pizza. That'd be, that'd be a great um, mascot, maybe. <laughs> Cat snake. Just Cat snake them. lizard. Tahoe Tessie is a lake monster said to live in the waters of Lake Tahoe in central California. Sightings of Tessie date back to at least the 19th century and usually describe a vast snake-like creature with a long neck and humped back that swims so fast that it can even keep up with sailboats. Strangely, according to local folklore, Tessie sightings are always more common in even numbers, years, than odd. And so I looked up a picture of that. It does look s- sort of similar to Nessie. So I guess that's why that's, they called it Tessie. That's Nessie's cousin. Yeah. They, they, they just different continents, you know. And yeah. And then I think this is the last one, maybe? Yeah. Yowies. <laughs> Yahweh are a species of Bigfoot-like apes said to inhabit the Australian outback. Usually described as tall and stocky and covered head to foot in thick black or dark red fur, most accounts of Yahweh sightings claim the creatures are shy and very easily spooked. Although some tales claim that they can be confrontational and can produce a blood-curdling scream when threatened. Nowadays, the creatures are generally considered a myth, but in the 19th century, sightings were remarkably common. To the extent that in 1892, an Australian amateur adventurer and scholar named Herbert J. McCooey, who had supposedly spotted a yowie near Batemans Bay in New South Wales several years earlier, wrote to the Australian Museum in Sydney offering to capture one of the creatures for a fee of 40 whatever that is, which would be around $3,000 U.S. today. 40 Monopoly money. He failed. So he didn't catch it. More than likely, those were probably some primate that just kind of died out. Yeah. They didn't have, like, I mean, they weren't like a fucking cake, 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 cat snake lizard or anything like that. So, it was just like a red primate kind of ordeal. Yeah. So, was there any ones that was your favorite out of those? I don't know. Or did I miss a favorite, miss something? That's why I was trying to actually think of you, actually. 
I tried to put together, I went to several different websites and kind of compiled a list. I mean, of, you didn't mention the jackalope or, no. <laughs> oh, you want to do a dissertation on the jackalope now? Go right ahead. Man, I don't know. I, I just know it's a, a hair and a, a hair with antlers, more or less. I tried to just compile what different um, famous ones from all over the world. I just tried to compile, like, the best of list from all over the world, you know? So, that was, I did leave out some stuff. There was a whole list of ones from the South. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't want to, I think the only one that I left in from the South was the, the Guru or whatever. I just didn't feel like the other ones were famous enough to talk about, like, the, there's, like, a bog monster from Arkansas and, and stuff like that. And there's the, um, what is it? The swamp ape or whatever from Florida. <laughs> yeah. Skunk ape. That's it. Yeah, skunk, skunk ape. ape. It was, that's basically from the Everglades there. It's basically just another. It's, it's Florida. Anything can happen there. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably just a hairy, it's, it's a hairy dude on meth. It's probably. A, it's a hairy Florida man. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, so it's just another Bigfoot, and so I just kind of left something no, off. There's like a Bigfoot like in every area of the world, apparently. Yeah. All these hairy men just need to get together and <laughs> form like a club. and. It's just hairy antisocial dudes, like hermits, that just are like, fuck everything, and they live in the woods, right? Yeah, I mean, people try and take the photographs. They don't want to be seen. If they don't want to be seen, they'll be out in the open. No. Yeah. We're using the bathroom or something, so we're going to try to flash a damn camera or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, unless you have anything else to add, I think I'm pretty much done. No, I think you covered all the greatest hits that I can yeah. think, you know, more or less. All right, well, then we'll wrap this up. Thanks for being on the show. Maybe I can talk you into doing another one of these someday. Probably not any day soon. He's looking at me like, no, probably not. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I've tried to get him to just start our own podcast separately, but I don't know if I can get him to do that. He never has time. Um, But basically all of our social media links and, and everything else are in the show notes and all our credits are. And this week's shout-out podcasts are Marriage is a Scream and Another Shade of True Crime. So give them a listen if you have the chance, especially since we've got a lot of free time right now. At least most of us do. And I guess a shout-out to all the essential workers out there because, God, life really sucks right now, and I feel for y'all. I'm just sitting here at home waiting things out because I sit at home most of the time anyway, so it's... It's just like normal sitting at home, except more anxiety. So, that's my life right now. Anyway, thanks for listening. See you next time. Say bye. Bye.